overlooked for a job, if you're not being treated well at work, you know, you are tolerating that and there is something that you can do about it. You need to be standing up for yourself and saying this is not acceptable. Because when you do that, then you start to change that pattern of what's coming into your life. You need to be really clear about what's acceptable to you and what's not acceptable to you. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode four of Mind Blowing Decisions. When I think about my mental health and when my mental health is not in a good place, I can definitely describe it as mental pain. You know, some of those times it's just like you feel the pain that your mental health is just taking over your whole body, really. And the thoughts that everything just keeps going round and round and round. And I kind of looked into this further and thought, I really need to unpick this. This is just craziness. It can't be as mind-blowing as this. Let me understand it more. So one of the things that I have done recently is to really think about what is it that I say to myself. And I've got a list here. And I think it's a really good list, actually. I did get it from a, a book as well. So we're obviously saying exactly the same things to each other. So mental pain are the thoughts that go round and round in our head. So I'm going to read out this list but before I do, I want to let you know that I'm reading the list to help you to know that you are perfectly normal. So I'm not reading this list to make you feel depressed or low. So please bear with me with this. But as I read the list, you might want to just think in your, in your mind to yourself. Yeah, I say that. That's something that, that I've said to myself. So things like, there is nothing I can do. I'm falling apart. I've got no future. I'm completely defeated. I've lost something and I'll never find it again. I'm not my old self anymore. I'm worthless. I'm a burden to others. Something in my life is damaged forever. I can't find the meaning of my life. I'm hopeless, completely hopeless. The pain will never go away. So you'll probably use some slightly different words to that. But you get the idea, you know, there are things that we say to ourselves that definitely do not serve us. So what can we do about those and how can we do something different? Well, do you know, I love looking at the opposite of everything. So when I go through that list, you know, starting off with, so there's nothing I can do about this. So the opposite to that is there's loads I could do about this. There's so many things I could do different here. So you get the idea of that. So I'm falling apart, could be, it's like, I'm feeling really strong today. I'm feeling really energised today. So I have no future. I love this one. I'm so excited about the future. Just by saying, I am so excited about the future, will change your energy and change your mindset and your belief. So each of these is, you know, always has an opposite and I would encourage you to definitely think about what you're saying to yourself. You know, one of the tricks I've used in the past and that I've recommended to others is to have an elastic band on your wrist. And I know that they do this a lot for people with addictions. So when you get that craving for an, you know, something you're addicted to, you would just ping the elastic band and it reminds you of, you know, you catch yourself and then you will do something different. 
And you can do exactly the same when these thoughts come into your head. So just pop an elastic band around your wrist in the morning. And when you catch yourself saying something really negative, then just ping the, the elastic band and you'll probably be really sore by the end of the day because you'll realise how many times you say things to yourself that honestly, they are just unkind to you. You probably wouldn't say them to other people, but we say them to ourselves. I mean, that is, now that is craziness. So just try that exercise. It's well worth catching yourself and just discovering how many times we say things to ourselves that just hit you. You know, it's just like being hit in the stomach. Every time you say something negative about yourself, it's like, oh, and you've hit yourself again. So when we say there's nothing I can do about it, there's always something that we can do about it. So we don't want to be, you know, making ourselves feel worse. We want to make ourselves feel better, really. So I've been reading lots on this lately. And obviously the, the pain can come from past events, something that we just carry with us. I just imagine it as a backpack full of rocks, how heavy that is. And we're trying to build a life for our future. We're trying to move forward. And there we are carrying this backpack full of rocks, full of old events and old memories. So when I was looking into this further, I've discovered that it's actually it's an exercise that I do with my clients and often when I'm working with groups as well. So I would encourage you to just try this exercise. So you can obviously stop the recording and do the exercise real time or just come back to it afterwards. But what I would like you to do is think of a time when you have felt the following emotions. Now, again, there's a bit of a caveat here. So you cannot say, I always feel sad, or I always feel sad in winter, or we argue all the time, because that's that's general. That's a general thought and about how you felt, you know, how you feel when, when certain things happen. So what you need to do, and I've done this myself, and it's actually takes a lot of focus but it is so worth it and I'll explain why as we move on but the list is think of a time when you have felt happy, bored, relieved, hopeless, excited, failure, lonely, sad, lucky, relaxed. So there's quite a range of emotions there. And sometimes I struggle to think of events when I felt that emotion. But I always found one and you will always find one too. And the reason I say it is so important, and this is why my clients and my groups I work with benefit so much from this. And often I work with the emergency services and they're in particularly stressful jobs. And the exercise shows that, and the research has shown by a, a team in Oxford, that we have over general memories of our past. And that's what we carry with us. So the pattern that we have is that we have over general memories when we're feeling tired, when we're feeling frantic, uh, when we're prone to depression. We just have a traumatic life history. And then we lump everything together. And that's why it becomes so overwhelming. 
because we don't break it down into an event. We lump all of the events together and our mind tells us that it's huge and actually you can't move it and that's the way it is and that's the way it's always going to be. So in 2007, Professor Richard Bryant, who was in Sydney, Australia, he worked with some firefighters that were coming into the firefighting industry and he discovered that firefighters who showed this pattern of memory, so this overgeneral memory, that showed this pattern of memory when they joined the fire service, became more traumatised by what they witnessed in their stressful jobs. So they came in with these overgeneral memories. They were already thinking, you know, I'm always feeling sad at this time, or I'm not good in this situation. And as a result of that, what they discovered was that when events happened in their job, they became more traumatised by those events. There was another professor, Professor Ella, and he said those with this memory, this overgeneral memory pattern, were more likely to suffer PTSD after an assault. Now, you can replace an assault by maybe a car accident, and we all have them. I've, I've had two car accidents. Thankfully, neither were serious. The car didn't come out very well. But I do have that memory. When you look back at that memory, it can be really traumatising and we can have a reaction that is borderline PTSD or even PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, that really does affect the way we move forward. So when we have this memory, we have a tendency to brood, to see the assault or the car accident in our head as something that can't be changed. So it's irreversible. And that's so important for us to know. So the, the research is hugely important because these feelings of things cannot be reversed or this has changed me forever, this has damaged me forever, I'm never going to be the same again. You know, we just can feel so easily trapped by our past. And the research had shown that we are more affected if we lump memories and, and feelings of emotions together. So that's why this exercise I found is so beneficial when I'm working with people to get them to actually think about specific times and events when they have felt the emotion of being relaxed, the emotion of being excited, the emotion of being sad, all of those emotions are linked to an event. They are not part of a big, big section of our life, which is how we can often see it. So I'd also like to cover what we tolerate in our life, because we do tolerate a lot. We put up with so much. And being in a poor state of mental health, mental well-being... We tolerate sometimes. We don't move on from that. So we talk about we get what we tolerate. An example would be if we are thinking that we want to lose weight. So we're really not happy with our weight. And we think, oh, I really want to be smaller than this. I want my body shape to change, etc., etc. And we may do something about it 
but not really committed to it. Or we may do nothing about it. We just keep saying, I really want to be different. So we are tolerating that. And that's why we get more of it. I remember when I was in the day job and I was with a manager and one of the staff came in and they spoke in a really disrespectful way to this manager. And they asked me, why do they speak to me like that? They don't speak to you in that way. Why do they speak to me like that? And what I said was, it's because they know they can. You tolerate it. I don't tolerate it. If somebody is disrespectful to me, then I will be really clear that that is not acceptable. And in fact, I remember when our children were young and if they were rude, I would say to them, did I deserve that? I mean, I'll be honest with you. The kids used to say, why don't you shout like other parents? And I used to say, this is so much stronger and much more effective. And it was, it was really effective because I would stop them and say, did I deserve that? So I would not tolerate them speaking to me in that way. So if you are experiencing that now, then I would, you know, question yourself, ask yourself, why is this happening? And it's because you're allowing it to happen. You are tolerating that. If you've been overlooked for a job, if you're not being treated well at work, you know, you are tolerating that. And there is something that you can do about it. You need to be standing up for yourself and saying this is not acceptable. Because when you do that, then you start to change that pattern of what's coming into your life. You need to be really clear about what's acceptable to you and what's not acceptable to you. And that's about how you feel about yourself personally, speaking to yourself badly and in a negative way. You're tolerating that. Do not tolerate it anymore. That is not what you are ready to accept. If others are speaking to you badly, stop that now. If you find that your family are messy around the house, they're not tidying up, you're tolerating it and that's why they're doing more. So you have to stand up and say, this is not acceptable. So just know that what we tolerate is what we get. As soon as we stop tolerating it and we say, this is enough, no more, and we make that very clear and we stand by that, then those patterns from others will change. But we need to start with the pattern ourselves. So remember the elastic band. Remember the pinging. Every time something happens that just hits you and your mental well-being, ping that elastic band and just know that you need to do something different. You need to speak to yourself in a different way. So as a summary, I would recommend doing the exercise. So think about the time where you have felt those emotions and be really, really clear about those. Look at the mental pain that is coming from your thoughts because they are painful, but they're inside our head and we can do something about them. Let's find the opposite and let's then switch and say something positive and see how that changes our mood. Know that we are all normal and we respond to events with normal emotions. So thank you so much 
for listening to episode four. I hope you found it helpful. Thank you so much for the amazing messages I've received. Honestly, I've been really privileged to receive those and uh, quite overwhelmed, really. I'm so pleased that what I'm saying is helping lots of us. So if you would like to leave me a five star review, I would be absolutely delighted. Thank you. If you know people that my tips will help, please, please, please share my podcast with them. If you would like to contact me, then I have a website, smyersconsultancy.com. There's also an opportunity to book a free 15-minute discovery call with me on the website. So if you would like to discuss anything with me or find out if we could work together, really happy to have that 15-minute call. Book that on the website. I'm on Instagram, Susan Myers Lifestyle, and... I also have an email address, susan at smyersconsultancy.co.uk. So as always, I would wish you all a marvellous day. Really looking forward to catching up with you all soon. Take care.